we didn't do an introduction last time, but I hit record. Oh. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know. We don't have really a catchy intro. Should we have one? Or should we just say like, welcome back to... What's up, gamers? Ex- What's up, gamers? <laughs> welcome back to episode two. That's no, <laughs> not welcome back to episode two. This is the first time we've done an episode two. Right. Welcome back. This is episode two? From episode one. One, two. And now we're in episode two. Unless you didn't listen to episode one. one. In which case... Uh, welcome. No, go away. Go, go back and listen to it. You don't have to do that. You, sh- you should, though. Uh, the first thing I have in my notes... I don't want to be one of those shows that just says things like that. But the first thing I want to talk about is something you brought up after the first episode, which was we should probably have a little disclaimer in here that says that we're not fucking experts yeah, uh, yeah. on any relationship thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Because listening to that back, I certainly don't regret any of the things that we said. Like everything that we said was like very honest and candid. And I think that that's what we want this show to be. But I was sensitive to the fact that like, we were very much speaking in like binaryist mm-hmm. terms and yeah. like generalizing about like men and women and like obviously I want everybody to know like we are I think we try to be really thoughtful and conscious people in in our like public lives and like we want everybody to feel included and supported and when we make statements like this it's kind of just us being dummies right that's what this whole thing is we're just like we don't know we don't know we're not doing this good um and and generally speaking when i ask you questions about women yeah i'm asking you questions about the type of women that you know i would want to date and then you can answer me and help me understand women like that yeah is usually what 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 i'm doing but what it meant what we sounded like was tell me why all women do yeah all women yeah yeah no and that's i think that's important uh to say and also that like you know, something else I was reflecting on is in the first episode, I kind of commented on our emotional maturity yeah. for being able to uh, to maintain this friendship. And while I do, I am proud of that. I'm not claiming to have emotional maturity in any other no. area. That, that was an instance. So there was uh, there was another example of this, but I heard that and was like, oh, she's kind of being sarcastic. Yeah. Because I know us, and so I could kind of hear the sarcasm <laughs> in there. But it wasn't it wasn't overt at all. The the other example of that was at the beginning of the podcast. I was talking about Trump and uh, the Melania conspiracy that was mm-hmm. going on, and which feels like thirty million years ago. Yeah, it really does. And I sarcastically said, "Yeah, if he can beat coronavirus, anybody can beat it." Because you asked if she had it, and yeah. I knew I was being sarcastic, yeah. but it did not read that way at all. So, uh, if anyone was confused about that, I would just like to go on record and say, it's very real, and it kills people. And you should wear a mask and wash your hands. Yeah, but I, I but you know, I, just to just to put this out there, I think in the show we are going to do our best to speak honestly and treat each other uh, with kindness and respect, um, and because that's the kind of people that we are. If we say something that is hurtful to anyone, please tell us, and we will be receptive to that. Yeah, and we we one hundred percent will you know learn learn from other people, and and we're open to that. And and I just I want that to be clear. To preface me about to go say a bunch of dumb stuff, yeah. I'm sure that yeah. will be weird. But that's you know yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Um, speaking of dead people, hey, which we weren't. Alex Trebek died. I know, my God, I know. I was devastated. I was devastated, and. He, you, you could tell for a long time that he yeah. was struggling. He knew for a while. Yeah. 
And so we, the collective Jeopardy fandom, yes, as I will call of us, of which we are a part, of which we are members, uh, we were prepared. Uh, and I'm glad he, you know, gave us some really solid work there at the end. Yeah, he recorded a shit ton of episodes. Oh, Apparently, yeah. it's gonna, he's he's going to continue hosting uh, postmortem. Wow. No. Posthumously. Yes. It makes it sound like they're gonna like weekend at Bernie's him. That's no. not true. <laughs> But his his recorded episodes will play until into next year, I think, which is which is dope. Right on. Which yeah, I I mean, I wonder what they're gonna do after they run out of those because it's know. not who's gonna be the be, same. Yeah. Who's gonna be the next host? I'm thinking Drew Carey. <laughs> right. What's he doing? Hosting The Price Is Right. Oh, so who's gonna move into that spot? Will that kind of be like a Steve Harvey? Colin and then we'll just kind of rotate. No, I think Colin Mockery will take it. Okay. And then when Drew dies, Colin will take Jeopardy. Okay. And why Wayne Brady. do we? Why are we? I feel like is Drew Carey younger than Colin Mockery? Absolutely not. There's no way. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I can't tell who's older. Though. I don't know what Colin Mockery's doing anymore. He like is. I think just being a dude. Yeah. Loving his life. You you did you did improv? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I did. I'm going to throw a suggestion at oh, you. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Can I get a one word suggestion for this podcast, <laughs> Michael? All every, right. Every I show. Heard, I heard dildos. Every show I went to, there was at least one person that would yell dildos. There always says, yes, I did improv in college. Uh, I'm very proud of it, unironically, but also I realize you can make fun of me, and that's fine. Well, my question was, do you... I, I don't know if I ever saw this happen, but a lot of people's association with particularly short form improv was whose line is it anyway oh yeah was that a good thing it made it easy to be like oh hello you know great aunt that i haven't right. talked to, oh, to yeah. in six years yeah yeah yeah. what am i doing at college uh, do you know whose line is it anyway yeah which we're doing that that's <laughs> yeah. true that's a good point yeah so it, it was good for that whereas like long form doesn't really have an equivalent it's not you can't i feel like the tagline i always heard from the long form team on campus was like it's like a play without a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. uh that's good. That was and that's so good. yeah. Now you can reference Middle Ditch and, Sw and Schwartz. Yeah. Which I recommend everyone watch. Oh, on, it is on very the good cuz I fucking love that special. On the flicks. It's so good. Um so I know you have notes, but I there do, but I go ahead. I did want to talk something that I wanted to talk about this week was um insecurity and yeah. confidence levels within relationships uh, because I feel like something that I run into a lot of the time is I kind of have internalized the whole like confidence is attractive and mm -hmm. like you want to be, you know, you want to be strong and forthcoming and like know what you want and like yeah. that's attractive. Uh, but that's like not what I am like as a person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I feel like I am kind of very uh, insecure and uh, I do like I, I, for some reason, people always think that I kind of have, like, a dominant personality, and I really don't think that I do. Like, yeah. I very much prefer to, like – like, I feel like instead of the president, I would love to be, like, the president's executive assistant. You know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, want to be in the in, – and, and all that to say – I feel like in the dating stages, I'm kind of putting on this personality of like being very confident and, and, and all of this. And I don't know at what point in dating you can be like, hey, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I was lying. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> like, well, how do you feel you're a nightmare? You just, you need reassurance from the person? 
yeah. a lot. So like, you know, when a guy, when you're, when you're, when you're starting to date somebody and a guy's like, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like mm-hmm. the attractive and confident thing to be is like. I know. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my actual genuine reaction is like pterodactyl yeah, screeching. She's doing like a pterodactyl I don't, alarm. Yeah, <laughs> I like I don't somebody will say, it'll be like that, Opal. Somebody will say, like, you're pretty, and I'll be like, eh. You oh, know? Yeah. And so I don't what when do I get to start being myself in that myself is uh, a baby who needs constant reassurance in the form of very personalized compliments every second of the day. Golly, I don't know. Because <laughs> Actually, I think that that is a thing because when when we dated, obviously I got a sense that you are a very confident person. I'm a very quiet person and you can just like work a room much better than me mm-hmm. and I did seem to have a lot of confidence. I'm faking it. I know, but then that surprises your partner yeah. when like some insecurity will pop up and then you're like, "What? Yeah. You I didn't Where did that come from, you know?" Uh, whereas me, it's right on the surface, so it's like it's very apparent all the time. <laughs> so I don't know how to work that in, because I'm sure that's in that's a, in you a little bit at least. You know, like you are you are a confident person. Like I said, you can work a room. I know even if you fake it, you can do it. I mean, you know. Uh, do I contradict myself? Well, then I contradict myself. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like. Uh, it, it it's all like a skill level and and i don't know maybe this is because like i am as they say like an ambivert rather than like an extrovert i hate people who what like what the fuck is an ambivert oh both yeah, yeah. I, I hate people who's like their whole personality is biverts like, i call them i'm an introvert mm-hmm. like i don't you're more nuanced than that but like yeah. maybe it's something to do with that but like i that is that, that is something that I can do, but it's a persona, and it's something that I have to yeah. turn on, and it's something that I have to turn on and be very present in, and and that's the persona I turn on at work and when I am on first dates and like yeah. when I am talking to somebody, and then there comes a moment where like I feel like there is a more private part of myself that like needs to stop and needs to put that weight down and like just needs to be reassured and like taken oh, that, care of in that way. That is fascinating. Yeah, but I would I would wager. Again, I'm not I'm not even a pretend confident person, so I don't know this. <laughs> but I assume a lot of confident people are that way and are just for the most part putting on a show then at night need a little reassurance. And that's 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 cool. Where yeah. are they? And can I talk to them about how they navigate dating? Because right. like, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know. I, I, I feel and I, I feel so bad because I feel like I always disappoint people mm. um if I you know, I open up to them about an insecurity and like they weren't expecting to have to deal with that level of baggage from yeah, me. Yeah. And then suddenly their expectations have shifted. And it's not that I'm not entitled to have that. It's just that at what point am I being disingenuous by like, cause the, like right. dating advice is always astray. like, be yourself. But like right. myself is a crybaby. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. 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 I don't want to yeah. do that. And confidence is very attractive. Yeah. Oh, that is a good that is a good question. Again, mm-hmm. I I try to uh, portray a little bit of confidence, particularly on first dates. But I am just so I can't do it, and I don't <laughs> I can't fake it. And so I think everyone gets a sense right away, and I just don't. In my experience with with you and our relationship, for me it was like a relief. Oh, she also uh, needs validated and <laughs> is insecure because I also am. So that's that's good that I get to see a little bit of. Uh, I get to relate to you a little bit more in that way. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, dude, I have I have no 
idea yeah how to go about that so if you are one of those people hit us up yeah please let me know i i help us out i yeah i i feel like sometimes i'm lying to people and well that's... you're not lying to people yeah but that is a part of every relationship where the the first the person you are in the first couple months has to has to come down it goes away yeah yeah and then you kind of resent that person because you feel like they're making you be the fake thing that you presented them with. Yeah, yeah. Which is also a problem. Yeah. You shouldn't do that either. And, and, and... Is, be a crybaby? Is that my advice? I know, I know. Like, I think the advice is, like, maybe, you know, work on yourself and maybe, like, make your authentic self closer to that confidence point and, yeah. like, find a happy medium where you can still be authentic, but, like, you don't need constant validation. Uh... I have never been very good at finding shades of gray, finding midpoints. Like I feel like I kind of live in extremes sometimes. Yeah, sure. Um, kind of that duality, but I, I don't know. I don't want to have to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to like fake this confidence and like try to be this person until I get into a relationship. And then suddenly I'm going to have this font of validation upon which to survive. Yeah. Like I want to be able to do that for myself. Yeah. Yeah. But we all do. And and it's, (laughs) it's it's hard to do. That's so hard to do. I would, but mm. I mean, I feel like you, we did experience that as a couple. Like we, there were moments where I was like, I feel like I am not getting what I need. Yeah. And I don't think that that was in terms of like, you know, attention or or validation. Uh And that wasn't that you weren't willing to give that. It's that I had not managed your expectations to expect (laughs) what I needed. Yeah. Right. The rule book was different than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I wasn't writing it genuinely. Right. Oh, God. We're so complicated, huh? That is, that's a very, that's a good observation you had about yourself, though. That's an important thing to realize. Uh, I don't know how to, what to do, other than what you said of, of trying to, trying to merge those two parts of your personality, and, and, and I don't know. Anyway, thanks for the therapy session in the middle of our podcast. Yeah, no, of course, that's what this is. That's what this is, dude. No, absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> All right, jokes now. That is what this is. Let's do, let's do funnies. Uh, Kim Jong-un Jung- is in the news, news today. today? <laughs> that, was my, that was my fake opening line to uh, a type five stand-up uh, Shouldn't have been set. fake. Should have flushed that out. I should have, but mm-hmm. he wasn't in the news that much. <laughs> no, no, he never really was. And he's not that funny. No. It's, I mean, he looks funny. Right. But like, you, you know. know. <laughs> Um, oh man, I'm going to be thinking about that though. Yeah. Maybe next podcast. Well, maybe not. Cause I think we might try to record two today, but <laughs> I will, I will try to ponder on that and, and see if I can give you more sincere or at least useful advice. Thank you. Because that is, that's a really good observation about yourself. And I think that stuff is always so valuable to do and reflect on and present it to people to get, the, to get their thoughts. You in coaching me, uh, with that stuff is always just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta be more confident. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I should there, you know, I do get to a point where like, sometimes I can kind of like step outside of myself and be like, come on, like, you, yeah. you gotta stop. Yeah, sure. But it's, it is tough and it's tough to, 
you know, I think when you are kind of, you've internalized uh, your awkwardness or your lack of confidence as part of your personality, mm-hmm. it can at least be easier to experience that because at least that's you like adhering to what you believe about yourself. Yeah, that's true. But when, you know, when you want to, I don't know. Oh, that's so true. It's harder to deal, not harder, but it's especially difficult to deal with because it's not the narrative about myself that I believe all of the time. Mm-hmm. And you're really, the other problem is you're really good at not, pretending to yeah. be confident. Yeah. Like no one would ever guess. If I pretended to be confident and then suddenly a couple months into it, uh, a relationship was like, hey, that, you know, I was kind of putting on airs. I was trying to be confident. I think 10, at, 10 times out of 10, they would say, yeah, I, <laughs> I know. I could tell. I could tell what you were doing. <laughs> it did not look right. Yeah, you were puffing your chest out really weird yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. You were, you're not that tall. Uh, you're not that tall, Michael. Uh, you were wearing lifts. You were making your voice deeper for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I was like... So many dudes I grew up with. You were doing like a Johnny Bravo thing for like a long time. <laughs> Which is an Elvis Presley thing. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Just Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> you know Johnny Bravo, slick back hair. You kind of like... You see Elvis on the TV like, oh, he's doing his Johnny Bravo. <laughs> He didn't even dye his hair, though. He's supposed to be blonde. I don't remember the last time I've seen Elvis on the TV. Oh, that's a I don't think that's a, that's a thing that happens yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that hypothetical joke scenario. Because he retired? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's he doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he died on the toilet? He did. I mean, that's what they say. I wasn't there. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Why? What happened? He was trying drugs? to poop so bad that he <laughs> killed himself. Also drugs, probably. Yeah, he was on drugs. Yeah. This is the narrative I have in my mind, and I don't think I've ever read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was eating one of his famous peanut butter and banana sandwiches. He was eating a peanut butter banana sandwich and then did some uh, heroin downers, Mm. Which constipate you. I feel like, didn't they call things different th- names back in the day? Didn't they call drugs different names back in the day? Yeah, did they call it heroin or did they call it like... No, it was called... Chapoopy. Uh, it was called Chapoopy. Yeah. It was called, it was called a poppy. poppy. <laughs> yeah. Poppy vein, man. Let me get some of that poppy seed muffin, they would Pop- say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I'm going to go down to the bakery. I think heroin, it came out as heroin. Okay. Like that, that was the name. That was, <laughs> that was the, the original branding... But you know what? Drug names are also, I imagine back then, because it even is still kind of like this, pretty fucking regional. Yeah. You got to be careful. Mm-hmm. When you, if you're traveling and you're buying drugs, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I assume. Because shit means different shit. <laughs> what does, uh, so what, well, can, you, can I have a, a, like an example? Yeah. I have an example. Thank you. Please This give happened it to, me to now. let's say, a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Where I'm from, uh, cocaine, actually, pretty globally, cocaine is called girl. What? Yes. You would say girl. Can I get some girl? No. 100%. Apparently, I don't do drugs. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't either, but my friend. I've never heard that in my life. My friend, yeah. He was trying to buy cocaine, which is girl. This, I think that's pretty uh, countrywide, that that nickname. Maybe not, though. But I've seen it. In more locations than just where I'm from. Okay. However, something I've only seen where I'm from is calling 
cocaine a girl's name because the nickname is girl. We're like expanding off of the nickname into another nickname using, you know, the first nickname. Wait. Wait. So because it's called girl, uh-huh. you could, at least where I'm from, call it a girl's name and they would know what you meant. So you could be like, hey, where's Jessica? And yeah, people dude, would know. You got any Jessica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like that. But a name that was thrown around a lot when I was in college was Christina. Okay. That was, the, that was just the name that my network of friends knew. Your friend's network of friends? My friend's network of friends knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had mutual friends. Yeah. Christina. However, this person traveled to a different state. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to tell this story. This person traveled to a different state and wanted to buy some cocaine there. Mm-hmm. And so he said Christina. Mm-hmm. However, Tina uh-huh. in different parts of the country is crystal meth. Oh, no. And so he didn't get what he wanted. So your friend bought meth on accident. Yes. Is what you're because saying. Because of the, the confusion of drug nicknames. What did he do with it? He realized, well, uh, he went to a place to buy drugs and then he was presented with meth and so he did not buy it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He okay. was like, there's been a, there's there's been been a miscommunication a, yes. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, the, I don't know why that came up, but that's, um, that's a thing. Interesting. I've literally never heard any of those words in reference to drugs. Um, really? Yeah, I, I don't really have my finger on the pulse. And I've hold, I've heard heroin called boy because it's like the opposite. Oh, is it like? Oh, that's where that's why we started talking about this was Elvis Presley doing heroin. Mm-hmm. The narrative I had in my mind was that he, did, he did heroin and was constipated, which also like lowered his heart rate, and then he strained too hard, and then he died on the on the toilet. So if there's any historians out there, let me know. Yeah, I mean, you could just look it up. I probably could just look it up, but yeah. I won't. Okay. I'll forget. Um, <laughs> Oh, I miss Johnny Bravo. I was, and you know this, we've had this argument. I was not a Cartoon Network kid, and I consider it to be the most inferior of the childhood Which television inf- channels. Which infuriates me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me. No, I'll save that for later. We started talking about Johnny Bravo, and I thought I was going to have a good seg. Oh, I said my friends sometimes made their voice deeper growing up, the uh-huh. dudes, which was hilarious to me. Uh, which made me think about masculinity a little bit. And I wanted to ask you. Please. Do you, how, have you ever been in a fist fight? No, I, the only time that I almost got into a physical fight, it was, I was very young. I think I was in like seventh grade and it was because my, some boys were like making fun of one of my friends and like calling her a lesbian. Um, mm. And which is a weak ass thing to bully somebody for. But, uh, and so I like, I slammed a kid up against lockers Mm. and I went, my mom is a teacher and I was literally right outside my mom's classroom. And so my mom had to pull me off. And came in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the lamest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I've never gotten in a fight. I think every dude has Mm -hmm. and like constantly thinks about it. I remember you telling me that you had been in fights before. Yeah. And this was not something that I kind of knew about guys, that yeah. that it was kind of like a universal experience. And so you told me that you had been in a fight. And my first reaction, I remember, was like, How? because, uh, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> was why? Yeah. Because 
I didn't know. I thought it was something that like was exceptional. And I was like, of all the men I know, this is the one that's been in a fight. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Okay. Every, every dude has that experience and every dude secretly wants to fight people all the time. Really? Yes. I mean, I would say that about myself. Well, that's what I was wondering. But like not, I guess if, I couldn't imagine it playing out. Right. I did. Yeah. But so, you could probably like, you would know what it would feel like to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. Nowadays, I know I would just get my ass kicked. Right. Yeah. Uh, which has kind of been true my entire life. There's a dog. He's sleeping. He's very good. Uh, but yeah. I, and so I was wondering if that was a, I assume it's a testosterone, like masculine bullshit kind of thing to do. But I was wondering if you ever had those thoughts. I definitely, I have, uh, I have, and I, I think that I am, there's a part of my personality that if my friend is upset, I am ready to kick some ass. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I don't think that's ever real. Totally. Like, I don't think I could actually do it. Mm. But like, one, I don't, and maybe this is, speaks to how bad I am at like comforting people, but like, if a, if a friend is ever like, my boyfriend cheated on me, mm-hmm. my instinct is like, I'm going to kick I'm gonna ass. Go beat him yeah, up. I'm going to beat him up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's similar. Yeah. So everyone, I guess, but maybe that's just a human thing. Yeah. Uh, However, again, as you said, I am not the type of person that should be fighting or you would think would be fighting. It's like, I don't want to take that away from you. And I want to say, no, please. And I want to say, I don't have a huge record. Okay. Uh, I've been in two fights my entire life and they all, they both ended very quickly. I hit a kid in the face and he cried and I I was hit in the face and I cried. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of been my, my fight career. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times I've almost gotten in fights throughout the years, even as a scrawny, like, weak little dude, is shocking. I don't have any friends that are, like, very large buff men. Mm-hmm. Or I would ask them, but what's that got to be like? How often do you think they almost get in fights just by nature of being huge? Let me tell you a story. Ugh. I have a friend like that. Who I've known, I've been friends with for 23 years. And so I I have seen him in every stage of his life. Mm -hmm. And he has been large since we were the same height in third grade. And that was the last time. And I'm like, I'm six foot, six one. I'm pretty tall. But he he just was always big. Uh, He loves to fight. Loves to fight. And this is probably like that masculine bullshit in me, but I love I love to watch him beat people up, <laughs> and it's so much fun because he he just knows I've never I'll never know this feeling in my life, but he can walk into a bar and know that he can beat up like ninety percent of the people there probably or maybe more, which has to be amazing. Yeah, it has to be amazing. The last time I saw him fight was a couple years ago, so we were like grown men Mm -hmm. paying bills and stuff Mm -hmm. and we were at a bar and he like he went he was upset about something else that's why i took him to a bar because he was upset about something he went into the bathroom came out he was already pretty intoxicated sat down next to me and then moments later a dude walked up to him and said you just you pushed my my brother in the bathroom you son of a bitch what what's going on? You, do we do we need to settle this? And Jordan was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, we can we can yeah. do it. And so I, I'm sorry, to, I didn't mean to say his name, but he. So they walked outside, went to the uh, went to the parking lot of the bar, and then the guy uh, who approached my friend was like, 
my little brother is going to fight you because he, he was the one that was pushed mm-hmm. and I want him to fight, which this kid did not want to do. I think he just went back to his brother and he was like, some guy pushed me in the bathroom. Um, Thinking his older brother would take care of it. And so my friend uh, immediately rips off his shirt. Immediately. And doesn't he have like some sick tats? Yeah, he does. Yeah. 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 And some are like garage tattoos, which are horrifying if, if you're about to fight that person. Uh, ripped off his shirt, and I, I had the thought, why does every dude rip off their shirt as soon as a fight is starting? Show off is the sick it, tats. Is it just to show off the sick tats? And then uh, almost immediately I learned why you do that. Because the kid like started to approach him, and he grabbed his shirt and pulled him towards him as he was like turning into a, a punch mm-hmm. and just knocked him out. Yeah. And then his brother was like right behind and followed followed his brother and was like, okay, he got knocked down. Now it's my turn. I'm going to, I'm going to fight this dude. And he just did the exact same thing. And That's he got knocked hilarious. down. And then I was laughing my ass off and I was like, okay, you've been in jail not that long ago. This is not going to look you good. We got to go. We got to get out of here. And so we left and I was dying laughing. Now, if I was, I just want to imagine a world where I'm getting in fight in a fight with another woman, and my first move is to just take my top take off. Sh- yeah, yeah. yeah. That- <laughs> That's a different kind of fight. It is a different kind of fight, but it might help you. Mm-hmm. You know, she might try to grab it, and then, you know, even if you lose, everybody will be like, "Well, she looked great, though." <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I. It- Maybe that's, I think there's the troop of like women removing their earrings. Like mm-hmm. that's got to be like a similar, like we're removing handles. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You're removing stuff that they can grab and pull on. Yeah. I will say this as an adult, fighting is stupid. Yeah. But most importantly, no one likes to lose a fight. Certainly. No one likes to lose a fight. And so if you're in a relatively small town or if you go to the same bar a lot or whatever and you fight someone there, they're not. They're not the next time they see you, they're not gonna be like, Oh, that's the guy that beat me up. I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna engage with him anymore. Right. So don't do it. Cause then for the rest of, you know, for at least a couple of years, you're gonna have to be looking over your shoulder every time you go back to that place or whatever. Don't do fighting. So don't do fighting. Don't do fighting. It's bad. I feel good about putting that message out into the I world. I do too. Yeah. That is good. Mm-hmm. Don't don't listen, don't buy drugs. But if you're going to, know the right names Make for Make sure them. you know the lingo, the local lingo. And don't get in fights. And don't get in fights, yeah. Boy, those, yeah, those, are, those are two bad stories to be telling off the bat here. But uh, Oh, I had another story uh, that, was, that I told you on a previous podcast, but it was one of the Zoom podcasts mm. that I don't think will that be released. That will never see the light of day. And I want to share it with the world. Recapitalize on, on those Goofs and gags we did in yes. round one. Yes. Right. Uh, this one needs to be shared because it was so fucking insane, and I don't want it to be wasted. I don't rem- remember uh, anything we talked about, so um, if I am reacting, I promise those are genuine reactions. Okay. I'm not feigning. Yeah, yeah. That's good, That's good to yeah. know. I'm just going to recreate. You might remember, though, when I start telling this story. I went on a Zoom date. Uh, with a girl that I matched with on Tinder. No way. A couple months. I don't know. <laughs> you did? You did? Who? Tell uh, me. We went on a Zoom date, and we were um, Zooming. <laughs> and I, like, l- lifted up my arms or something, and she saw my tattoos. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, what are, what are your tattoos? And so, sorry, there's sirens in the background. We're in Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 
city of sirens. The city of sirens, they yeah. call it. Uh, and so I was explaining my tattoos to her, and a lot of my tattoos are for dead, dead people. Dead people, yeah. I have only one that's for an alive person. And she was like, um, she said that she would never get a tattoo for a dead person <laughs> because it would make her too sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm interested to know, had this woman, I mean, you might not know, but had she ever like lost a close family member before? I don't know. But my follow-up question was, do you have, do you have any tattoos? And she said, yes. And I was like, are those for anybody? And she said, yes, I got one with my sister. Okay. And I was like, she's going to die. (laughs) And as soon as those words came out of my mouth, I thought, this date's not going to go yeah. well. This is, this is pretty much over because I just looked her <laughs> in the eyes and said, your sister's going to die. Yeah. Uh, to which she said, well, I at least didn't get it because she was dead. dead. That's what's That was going to make me feel weird about it. And I, I said, fuck off. I love that in this woman's mind, uh, like losing a family member the one thing that's going to make her too sad about that yeah. is if she gets a tattoo about yeah. it. Cause, yeah, I know. If I didn't have this lighter on my arm... You'd be fine, probably. I wouldn't know my dad was dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made a dead dad joke on a work call the other day, and it did not go well. What happened? <laughs> it went horribly. Uh, it bombed so bad. So we were talking about... Um, I write a lot of educational content for the organization for whom I work, and we were trying to get quotes from community members about different topics, and one of them was um, grief and remorse, and my coworker brought up uh, the idea that we could get a parent to talk about potentially having some grief for the loss of the certain potential in of their kids. Of a healthy kid. child. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. I went through that. I mean, I, I think that's... Yeah, it's totally normal. It's common, yeah. Uh, but I was like, well, I always like pull from myself or my mom when we're in these conversations because I'm, I'm a hemophilia patient and she is a, uh, the mother of a hemophilia patient. The so. most relevant experience yes, that exactly. anybody in this conversation is going to have. Yeah. But I was like, well, I don't think my mom felt that way like I don't think she wanted me she thought someday her kid was going to be a football star or something I said my dad definitely felt that way but he's a little hard to get a quote from right now (laughs) and it was dead silence there were like three people on the call and then one of them just went oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I like that because I like that the silence initially Probably was not, oh, his dad is dead and he made a dead dad they joke. They forgot, probably. Yeah. It, the yeah. silence initially was, why did Michael just deliver that line like a yeah. joke? <laughs> yeah. And then they had to think about it for a second and then they went, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And I had to mute myself because it made me <laughs> laugh so hard. It made me laugh so hard. Oh, man. But you got to be careful. You can't just throw, you can't, not everyone's cool with those jokes, you know. I always am. I know. I know you are. And I really appreciate that about you. Yeah. That's a weird thing about grief and, and like, um, the different ways in which people grieve, uh, particularly deaths. But, because, like, the night my dad died, I was burping, not crying. Um, (laughs) 
he turned away from the mic and covered his mouth and it looked like he was tearing the fuck up. And I was like, what direction are we going in right now? This comedy podcast this comedy just took a podcast. horrible turn. Uh, the night my dad died, I called, I was in a, I couldn't walk at the time. So I had to call a friend of mine to drive me to my hometown. And so he, he got there. I had like a moment of, uh, this is a bu- like a bummer. So we, he gave me a hug. Then we went downstairs, got in the car. And then in 15 minutes, I was laughing. Like I was trying to come up with funny things to say when people told me they were sorry that my dad was dead. Mm -hmm. And we were just like cracking each other up, brainstorming the funniest thing to say. Yeah. Which I will reveal momentarily. But then then my cousin called me and I I was like, oh shit, I have to pretend to be feeling differently than I am because I can't answer like, (laughs) yeah, man, what's going on? I knew I couldn't do that. And so I had to change the way I was actually grieving in real time to show him that I was. You had to perform a different kind of grief. Yeah. 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 Which is weird. Which is weird. That's a strange thing. Yeah. I hate how much of um, like public. I mean, grieving, kind of going through any kind of trauma, but, you know, for the sake of, of this conversation, like. Not only do you have to go through it, mm-hmm. but you have to project an appearance that yeah. is matches other people's expectations, but also gets them off your back as much as possible. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I did get tired of that eventually. I remember bumping into someone I knew uh, from high school in a Kroger who he, he knew my father a little bit just because he came over to my house occasionally. And he was like, he stopped me and was just, just said, Hey man, I'm, I'm really sorry about your dad. I'm. I can't believe it. I can't believe that he's gone. And I, I, that was the first time where I was like, hey, man, we're in a fucking grocery store right yeah. now. Let's not do this. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do this. Also, you can't? Like, did, were you talking to him every day? Like, what's, Yeah, exactly. What, like- yeah. Actually, if you knew him, it's very logical. <laughs> I can't believe he made it that long. <laughs> oh. That's insane. <laughs> um. But I will reveal the best thing to say. Please. If, and if you'll. Do you want to tee me up? Or you want me to tee you up? Yes, that would be wonderful. What I'm saying, I'm sorry that your dad died? I'm sorry about your dad. Okay. Say right, that. Okay. Hey, Michael. Oh, hey, Natalie. I, uh, you're looking great. Thanks. Um, you too. How's your mom? She's good. She's good. How are the cats? They're great. They're off to college. Oh. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to say here in this Kroger, yeah. I'm sorry about your dad. Are you the one that killed him? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really good because it immediately, first of all, they, they don't know. It takes people a couple seconds to process what you just said. Then I, I start laughing before they do inevitably. <laughs> but it does kind of break the tension and lets them know that it's okay to laugh and I'm not. I'm yeah. not like going to bust out in tears because they just mentioned his name. I don't know if because I don't have a dead parent, I'm qualified to have a favorite thing to say, but I do really like that joke from that Pete Davidson movie when he was like, knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Not your dad. (laughs) (laughs) That is, yeah, that's fucking fantastic. (laughs) And I relate to that. A lot of my friends will make those jokes and it's hilarious. It's so fucking funny. And I know he would, yeah, he would want me to make jokes about that. Yeah. That's fucking so funny. Whenever anyone mentions their dad, my friend Brandon will be like, dude, Mike's right, right here. There. God, <laughs> that's so insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is the best. You need yeah. that. I think you absolutely need that. That's amazing. My these headphones are fucking my hair up. I'm sorry. They were hurting my ears. Oh, speaking of which. Ooh. Speaking of hair, I've been watching Queer Eye. Oh, good. So good. Much. I got you on that, and I'm proud you of myself. You absolutely did. Yeah. And I fucking love it. Good. It's so it's, good. It's a great show. It's the best. Yeah. And I cry every time. <laughs> I just remembered that you texted me a couple days ago. And you said that you wanted to be best friends with Tan France, and you assumed that you could because Camille Nanjiani is best friends with Tan France, and you and Camille both play video, both like games. video games. Yeah, yeah. so it's probably the same. <laughs> That's got to be his only qualification yeah, then. Got to be. Uh, yeah, I would love to be best friends with with all of them. Mm-hmm. I think Anthony and I. Uh, you would, guys seem like you are kind of on a similar yeah, energy I, level. I do. I do yeah. think so. We'd probably get along the best, but I. I think I could benefit most from uh, uh, Tan France friendship or potentially a Jonathan mm-hmm. friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't cry at anything. Right. But that that made me cry. Yeah. That show makes me cry all the fucking time. Yeah. No, I I I love it, and I I really try to think about it and I sometimes feel stupid for how much I think about it like how much I refer to Queer Eye as like my moral compass no it's true like in situations sometimes I'm like okay what like how can I like how can I best be kind to myself and and others and like what would uh what would the the fab five do yeah dude I do that too yeah I do that too I'm like, I, I'm literally wearing these boots today because I thought... And they no, look very good. Thank you so much. Yeah. And they have been sitting in my car for six months because I... Well, you know, anytime I'm in my car, I already have shoes on. Yeah. And so so was, why do you need I, your I boots? I was like, I'm not going to take the boots because I already have shoes on. And yeah. that just happened for six months. But today I was like, no, I'm going to Cincinnati. I'm going to get those boots out and yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna put them on. You know, you walked in, you had those boots on and I felt like... <laughs> You put the boots on for me. Yeah, wow, exactly. What a day. You know? What a, and now here I am. I'm all there's a pep in my step. So thank you. Tan. Thank you, Tan. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. I love that show so much. It's such a good show. We watched that when I came and visited you for your birthday. Was that the first time you'd ever seen it? Yes. Absolutely. Ah, <sighs> oh, good. That good. was my first time. And I think we started with the Japan episode. We did, because I was like, you know, if I'm like I don't consider you a weeb, but if I'm gonna show you something and there's a Japan option, yes, I would pick that. For That's you. correct. Yeah, that is correct. No, I'm not a weeb, but I, I certainly, I have indulged in yeah. weeb-like behavior. Yes, uh, haven't we all? So that's yeah. You that was uh, that was a correct impulse you had. Mm-hmm. You're looking at your notes like you're ready to. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, ask me something. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever, um, we talked last episode about the, um, how uh, my brain just shut off, uh, 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 sharing interests in a relationship and yeah. how important it is to have shared interests, but also how much you can differ in your interests before it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I think every time in our relationship, when I was going to share something with you that I liked, I knew beforehand whether or not you were going to be interested in it. <laughs> and were you usually right? I was always right. <laughs> have you ever have you ever tried to share something with particularly someone you're dating thinking that they're going to like it and then they did not like it? Well, that's interesting that you bring that up because I love to share. Yeah. 
I think you can probably say that about me. Like, For sure. it, I think that I have the best taste in the world yeah. and that everything that I like is universally good. And yeah. if somebody doesn't like it, it is a direct uh, uh, insult to me and everything that I have built. Um, no, that's not true. <laughs> my reputation. My, my reputation for my <laughs> gold standard of taste. No, but uh, I share things less, usually less as a, oh, at least with a romantic partner, and maybe mm -hmm. this is my fault. It's less like, oh, I think this person is going to really like this thing, so I'm going to show it to them, and more, this thing means a lot to me, and I think that it's informed like who I am as a person, yeah. and I would like to share it to you as a formative ex experience. Okay. And so- I like that. I don't really, well, don't get too excited, because like I don't ever, <laughs> it is a selfish thing, right? Like it's, yeah. it's not me catering to somebody else's interests, and I don't do that. Like I'll show somebody something that is important to me, but like if I had used a little bit of brain power, I could have figured out that it wasn't going to be important to them. Oh, uh, sure. And then they don't like it, and then I'm personally offended. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a long answer to say, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's interesting. But it it is a little different to be sharing something because it was informative to you, and not necessarily because you think they're going to jive with it. Right. I had a, a horrible experience one time. I was seeing a girl who was like super into film and I asked her if she had ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey and she said no. And I was like, dude. I've never seen this movie so that, if you're expecting me to be able to riff on this. No, 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 no. Okay. no. I was like, that movie's the bomb. You're going to fucking love it. We should watch it right now. Okay. I turned it on. That movie's like... Is it long? It's kind of long. It's an odyssey. It is an odyssey. <laughs> and it's kind of a slow burn at the beginning. Okay. But then the last like... 20 minutes are fucking insane and they're amazing and it like it's a, a very slow build but then it really pops off and so the whole time she was like kind of asking me questions and, and was into it and then the end this this last bit started and i was so fucking excited and i gave it a couple minutes i was just watching and then i hadn't looked over at her yet i was just watching and then two minutes in i looked over dead asleep oh <laughs> dead asleep. Well. could not give a fuck Oh, yeah. Could not give a fuck about it. That's why I never pretend to be interested in things. Like, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because then it's funny. Yeah. And then because I then it's you're forcing me to do this, and I'm going to stay engaged by making fun of it. Yes. Yeah. And I will like become indignant, and and mm -hmm. it'll be funnier because I will stand my ground and start mm -hmm. talking about how great and actually it's the best thing in the world. How dare you not like it? Yeah. And then that's a fun. That's the best. Yeah. That was a lot of our relationship. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. I had an experience, a weird experience where, um, and the, I showed a guy the first John Mulaney special, New in Town. Oh, yeah. That was, I think, so important for so many, you know? Absolutely. This is a beloved comedy special. We bonded on that on our we first date. We bonded about it on our first date. I, I you know, many relationships have sailed because of a mutual love of this comedy special. And I, I think John Mulaney is probably one of the most popular comedians yeah, for sure. right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was showing it to this man who had never heard of John Mulaney. Oh, so you were like, your, your socks he, he are was, about to be. Yeah. I knocked. was like, you get ready. Yeah. And we got to the end of the special and he was like, it was really good. A little racist though. Huh? Little racist, though, huh? And I remember being the Chinese like, woman thing. I well, I remember being like, what? Like, what? 
this is something that's so important to me. I don't, I would never have thought, but apparently, yeah, there's like the tiger mom bit, which yeah. this is a special from 2012. Yeah. Maybe didn't age well. Sure. Um, and then apparently the, the voice that John does sometimes like is like kind coding. of a black sun yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, and I think that those are all fair criticisms. Uh, but it just, it took me by such surprise. I don't think anybody who is familiar with kind of John Mulaney's body of work would ever have no. assumed malicious intent. And so that was a weird takeaway. Oh, that that's I, fascinating. I yeah. Huh. It was just, it was, and I, I mean, I don't know, but it was a weird thing for me to be hit with. Yeah. Huh. Because I'd gotten to the point where I loved it so much that I wasn't even being critical of it anymore. Yeah, sure, same. Yeah. Definitely same. And uh, yeah, again, I think I think it's the malicious intent mm-hmm. that we know does not exist. And he was never talking about anybody specific. I guess that doesn't matter. But it was, yeah, it was... No, I stand behind it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I he do was too. Doing, he was doing Ice T's accent. Yeah. And then did a couple bits... Because people used to think he was Chinese. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't do a Chinese accent. No. No, he didn't. No. Okay, that's good. That yeah, would have been... That would have been bad. If I would have blocked that out of my mind... Yeah, yeah I would have been ashamed of myself. Like, Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> I need to revisit everything I've ever seen. Yeah. No, it was just... it, And, you know, I am not a person of color, so I can't really make the final, uh, right. final judgment on that. Yeah, but yeah. as far as I know, like, that was just a weird... I'd never heard that take. Yeah, me neither. It was very shocking. Huh. Yeah. How did that make you feel about this person? Like, I mean, it didn't last for other reasons, but it was just kind of a bizarre, I don't know. I think I was too busy feeling challenged myself Mm -hmm. to really think, to inform my opinion about them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You were were like, oh, I didn't notice (laughs) this racism. I guess I got to look, but yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I don't know about that. So it has happened to you. (laughs) All that to say, yeah. I try, yeah. No, I, I'm wondering if it's like unfair of me how mad I get when somebody doesn't automatically like all the all the things that I think are good. Oh yeah. Because sometimes I feel like maybe I take that too far. Like, like there are podcasts that I like that if a person is not a, at least able to tolerate it, it's like that's a really good representation of my sense of humor. And I feel like sure. you will probably find me annoying yeah, if yeah, you yeah. find this annoying. Yeah. 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 If you don't find these people funny, yeah, yeah we're going yeah, to have a problem. I have no chance. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a huge problem. Yeah. Maybe that's an unfair uh, standard, but. No, I think I think it's a good way to like, yeah, gauge people's Separate sensibilities. The, the boys from the men. Especially if you identify with whatever you're watching. You're like, oh no, this oh, is going to no. be a problem. Yeah. If you don't like Big Trouble in Little China. Which is a movie? Movie. Starring. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I, it's like a kung fu movie mm, that I've never seen. Movie. It was It was the funniest movie I could think to say. Mm. But because you had no idea what it was, Mm-mm. kind of, you know, hopefully our listeners will enjoy it. There's one, there's one guy oh, out God. there who <laughs> loves that movie. What a great movie. Good one, Mike. <laughs> Get him. I used to hype myself all the time. Get like a mic. I still do that. I was always with video games too. I'd be like, oh, that was sick, Mike. Good job. <laughs> that was so good. I always call myself Mike too, I know which you do. no one does. I know. No one does. I would never introduce myself as Mike. 
I can't. Yeah, I can't call you Mike in a serious oh, way. Oh, that would be so. Wouldn't that be weird? Weird if you did that. Hey, Mike, hand me the candle. It's was. Mm. What, what, <laughs> it was almost. <laughs> That's a weird request, anyway. <laughs> Can you give me that lit candle for a second? I got to go to the bathroom, and it's seventeen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see shit. I can't see shit. I need a candle. <laughs> You know NASA? No. No? <laughs> well, let me tell you. The National... Oh, I don't know what it stands for. The National Aeronautics... Space? And Space Administration? Yeah. That's... That sounds correct. Yeah. I like NASA. Uh-huh. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like NASA a lot. I think it's important. I like space exploration. I'm a fucking dork. Mm-hmm. Remember? I'm other, agreeing with all of yeah, these yeah, statements. Yeah. Yeah. The other month I like decoded that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about that, and I just started watching a movie in my head. Yeah. I, I explained that to a couple people, and every time, it, not only did I feel kind of ashamed saying it, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> okay, so break it, break it, break it down again for me. So you, it was a. It's I don't called even... it's called the Arecibo message. Uh huh. And it was a um, a message uh, written and sent into space. I think at least in part by uh, Carl Sagan. Um, and it's like it's just binary beeps and boops, zeros and ones, and it's this huge um, uh, picture. Basically, and so you can decode it by saying zeros are white and ones are black. And then, then you just listen to it. It's just beeps and boops. You listen to it and you can go down a grid and kind of construct this picture using that. And it was just all about the human race and like where the planet is in the solar system, uh, what a human is like, what their genetic makeup is, uh, the population of the earth, all of that stuff. I just found it really interesting. Ass and titties. Ass and titties. Sorry, I just wanted to wake up all the listeners who. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. So you can like keep going. So <laughs> everybody's awake now. So you can just if you Google the Arecibo message, you can just see it. But for some reason, and this was quarantine time, like right as the the fires started to kick off and everyone was at home and like kind of scared to leave, I was kind of losing my mind, and so I downloaded or I probably just went to YouTube and listened to the beeps and boops and wrote them all down and then made it myself, which was, it took a long time. So this is work that other people had already done? 100%. That you were just doing to do? I was kind of pretending like I was a space alien. I don't even... <laughs> and I was receiving the message. And I was like, what would I do? All right, so how, how much did you flesh out this alien character? Did you have a family? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I had a little space dog. Aww. Mm-hmm. And uh, a space butler, alien oh. butler. Yeah. Uh, is the butler the same kind of alien as you? No, it's human. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then I had a monkey. Oh, yeah. Just a regular monkey from Earth. Uh, this, you, how'd you get it? This planet. You had a monkey and a dog? Yep. Did they get along? Yes, the monkey took care of the dog. <laughs> and the dog took care of the butler. Yep. Nice. <laughs> I love NASA. So I really like space exploration. And 
uh, I think it's important. And I think like the, the human ingenuity that goes behind understanding things like black holes, having never really seen one, uh, one was photographed fairly recently, but that's insane. Like to be able to understand that and write out the math for things like that is incredibly impressive to me. And I think one of the most interesting things that people do. But I think NASA is full of shit sometimes. And oh, it, it shots makes me, it makes fired. Me, it makes me oh, really mad shit. when they're like... All right, we're taking on NASA. <laughs> NASA, get in touch because we've got some fighting words. Yeah, here Hit we go. Mike. Here we Hit go, Mike. Hit NASA. Mike. Get him. They talk about the internal layers of a planet uh-huh. that are like yeah. 100 light years away. Uh-huh, like they know. How do they know? They don't. There's no way. Frauds. They see a shadow on a telescope and they're like, oh, that's (laughs) made of carbon in the middle. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I would love to write for you though, NASA, because clearly someone's just making it up. Mm -hmm. That's not real. Mm -hmm. They don't. There's no way. Yeah. They know that. They're not there. If someone smarter than me can explain to me how they know that there's carbon on that planet, in the middle of it. I understand, like, the outside of it, kind of. But the, how do you know what's in there? Do we even know what's in our planet? I think so. Oh. Happy Meals, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we do. It's like a Wonder Ball. It's like a Wonder Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonder Balls. Remember those? Holy shit. Yeah, I haven't dude. thought about that in forever. I don't know where that came from. Oh my Just god! Now, but I, yeah, I pulled it out. They had prizes in them, right? Mm-hmm. And they were chocolate. Yeah. Holy fuck! They're hollow. They came in a box. Wow. The packaging was too much. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I used to get them at the daycare I went to. Mm-hmm. Wow! Shout out to Wonder Balls. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Wonder by Wonder Balls. Balls. Uh, open for a surprise. <laughs> chocolate, and then the real treat starts. This all sounds sexual, what I'm doing. Yeah, it does. Keep going. You'll get through it. Is that still a company anymore? There's no way. It was probably owned by the Nestle company. Oh, that's true. Or the Wonka factory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. I love a Ferrero Rocher. You know, I can't get past the hazelnut aspect. I don't really think I like, I like, I don't like Nutella. You don't fuck with hazelnut? I fuck with it in my coffee, but like mm. not as a, not as a cream. I understand. Mm-hmm. One time my mom had surgery. Cool. And that's it. And she <laughs> uh, was given pain medication afterwards and she was sitting in the living room and I had like, uh, this is probably before I moved out. So I was just home and ready to take care of her. And I walked to, like, take care of her dog and then came back. And she was out of her mind <laughs> and was watching a commercial <laughs> and heard the words Ferrero Rocher. And she, like, kind of slurred it and kept repeating it. She couldn't get off of it. She, and she just started cackling to herself. She was like, Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> That's such a dumb word. <laughs> She's got a point. It's a very stupid I name agree. for an item. Yeah, you sound drunk when you say it, no matter what. Yeah. Like rural. I hate the word rural. Rural. Yeah. There's a lot of words I don't like. You know what I don't like? I was talking about this yesterday. Mound. You don't like mound? Just the word. I like mound. Why? It sounds like what it is. <laughs> 
you know? I hate that I know what you mean. The, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what it is. Well, I think we nailed that one. Why don't you like the word mound? I'm kind of offended now. Maybe just because I don't like... Mounds bars? I actually, I'm fine with mounds bars. You don't um, like baseball? I'm fine about it. Uh, I don't know. I just, it, it, what is a mound? So a, a hill, but it's worse? It's like a hill, but worse. Like smaller hill, right? Why don't you just call it a small hill? The pitcher's hill. The pubic hill. <laughs> the pitcher's hill. Why do we have the word mound when we could just say pitcher's hill? You really blew past pubic hill, which I'm a big fan I of. I don't understand it. Pubic mound? Pubic mound. Have you, do you not know what that is? No. It, is that like a fupa? Yeah, well, it's, I, I'm not really sure, actually. The mons pubis? Yeah, it's that. I think mons is mound, right, in Latin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pubic mound. I yeah. like that a lot. No. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. No. I'm going to start saying that. Hold on. I got to I got to know if Mons is if that's true. I'm just going to Google Mons. She wasn't pubis. totally naked, but I did see her pubic mound. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a direct translation, but yeah. It's what it is. Wow. And there's just a picture on Wikipedia, which is weird. The word mound sounds like a mound. Mound. We did that already. I didn't get in depth, though. (laughs) Don't be rude. I wanted to explain myself in case anyone didn't understand. Yeah. It sounds like what it is. Uh Uh-huh. Because you go Mm -hmm. mound. You know? I think we nailed that one. Diarrhea sounds like what it is, too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Do you remember a couple of... A couple of weeks ago when you texted me and you were like, I think I figured out the stupidest name for a thing, which is wheelchair. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the laziest name. But it just made, it made me think of other things. Like, everything is stupid. Bedroom. What oh, is yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Waterfall's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> what was it doing? <laughs> What's the water doing? That's so stupid. <laughs> Oh, I had a, I had a bunch. All the rooms, bathroom. Yeah, all room. the rooms. Um, picture frame. <laughs> picture frame. Yeah, I'll just, <laughs> uh, just, yeah. <laughs> we're just combining nouns. Anything like that. Yeah. Pitcher's mound. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about the pitcher's mons pubis. Ooh. What do you? Do call you think that? that's what he calls it? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he does. Yeah. Or she. Excuse me. Yeah, women can pitch go, too. Relief pitcher. I was trying to work that into something. Mm. I don't know any other baseball terms. Shortstop. Shortstop? That's one. First, mm-hmm. second, third base. Those are things. Mm-hmm. Hotly disputed. We disputed that recently. Did we? Yeah, what, what each space means. Oh, yeah. What was your interpretation? I remember it being dumb. <laughs> First base is kissing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second base is anything with hands. Yeah, that was where we disagreed. Mm-hmm. Third base is mouth stuff. Okay. And then home base is shaking hands. Yours, <laughs> yours makes sense 
But I don't I think it's fair to call like like a full like Go ahead. like a <laughs> like a full. She's doing like, weird things with her fingers, like a, but she's doing them quickly, so I, I can't even see it really. <laughs> Hand stuff. Yes. For second base. Yeah. That includes like a finger bang. I would agree. I don't like that. What? I think a finger bang is gonna be third base and Further beyond. Down? Yeah. Be, like I think ha- I, when I think of first or second base, I think of like uh, sp- very specifically like over the clothes hand stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then third base is what? There's no dichotomy between hand and mouth at that point. I think third base is just like we're touching nakeds. Got you. We're getting, okay. We're, yeah. Okay. That's but a then lot again, to put on third base, But then though. again, if somebody just touched my boob and only my boob, I don't think I would say that we got to third base. Exactly. Exactly. I don't like that. Maybe, okay, so can we assign finger banging to shortstop? What does that mean? It means they're, because I think shortstop, right, in baseball, it's like kind of in the middle of second and third. Oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, isn't that a person, though? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, there are basemen. They're a baseman. Too. And they have that, that responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's fair to, you so know. It's, yeah, because either way, no matter which definition between ours that you go with, one of the bases is doing it's, a lot yeah, of lifting. Yeah, doing too much. Yeah. yeah. So you have to, there has to be a little bit of a compromise there. There are a lot of sex metaphors having to do with baseball. A lot of sex metaphors having to do with baseball. Okay, can I name them? Please, if you, yeah. Pitching and catching. Right, yep. The bases. The bases. Which, an extension of which is hitting Homer. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there more? There is a very crass one having to do with, like... Can I guess? Yeah. <laughs> Age of consent? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, got, yeah, it, got, yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that's true. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't like that one bit. That's a weird one, huh? Mm-hmm. We're not even going to say it. Yeah. You- you could probably figure it out. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that was baseball specific, though. Yeah. You mentioned a field. Yeah. Correct? Football field, though. I, okay. Sports, whatever. Soccer field, or the pitch, as they say in England. And football. <laughs> football. Whenever someone says football like that, football? they all, they always do like an Indian accent. <laughs> no. I, was, I was doing that the other day, and it was like, football. But <laughs> what is that? I, I think German, right? Yeah, yeah, football. okay, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not English, though. Das ist gut. This is good, football? What? <laughs> that is not anything what you just did. <laughs> I wish I was better at accents. Yeah, you're not really that great. Uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> first of all, Michael Caine is not an accent. It is. Michael Caine, <laughs> Michael Caine is an impression Oh, sure. That you, yeah, you wouldn't just say, oh, can you say that in your best Michael Caine accent? <laughs> and I'd say, yes, <laughs> indeed, I can. Thank you for asking. And also, your Michael Caine impression is just, sorry, I had to <laughs> no, hit the mic right. for emphasis. It's just you saying the words, I'm Michael Caine. I can do other In stuff. a weird voice. In his voice. <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. I knew you were going to do it. The Batman. No. So I can say the Batman, too. Mm-hmm. He's the Batman. <laughs> Racial. Where is Michael Caine from? Where does he hail from? England. And he still talks like that? He's got a speech impediment. Oh. Well, that's not very 
nice what? then, huh? No, but it's just his voice. Yeah. I can also do Jordan Peterson, as we've discussed. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. I won't do that one, though, because he's annoying. Right. And Michael Caine is a straight-A guy. I don't know if I can do it anymore, because I was going to do it as a joke. <laughs> and then I, like, I went to go do something in my nose or throat, and I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what to do. Closed up. Uh, get, guys, give me some grace here, please. <laughs> give me a little bit of compassion and understanding as I try to get into a Jordan Peterson. Women are not. <laughs> oh, yeah, your Jordan Peterson sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, 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 because he sounds like fucking Kermit the Frog. And he's always talking about what women can't do. Yeah. Women can't. Wear heels in the workplace. Wear heels in the workplace. It's not something we should do. <laughs> Progressively gets higher. Yeah. Yeah, he always does that. Yeah. (laughs) And he's fucking talking about how they can't wear lipstick or something. (laughs) Screaming at a decibel that only dogs can hear. It mimics the... the, the, (laughs) Their sex characteristics. The appearance of lips during arousal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's like, tight, man. Cool. That's a good point you're saying. Uh, the God. worst. Some men actually think like that. Like I, I, I. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Well, I remember I did not have any idea who Jordan Peterson was, and I'm gonna be honest. Still, I mean, I know who he is. I guess mm-hmm. don't. I never listened to him. Because uh, yeah, I don't care to. Um, but I did. I did date a guy one time, or go on one date with a guy who was like seemingly normal. And then he was like, yeah, I, I recently, like, you know, in the past couple of, the year, couple of years, I've been trying to get my act together, you know. Got really into this philosopher guy. He's really smart. He's Jordan Peterson. And, and you know, I, I, I started uh, judo. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with judo. Of course not. Of course not. But, it just means he's been listening to Joe Rogan is the problem. Uh, All of that, what mm-hmm. you just said. I dated a girl who was into Jordan Peterson, and it almost fucked up our relationship. Just not even that I did, I didn't know him at the time, so it's not like I was doing an impression and making fun of him. Uh, she made me take one of his like bullshit online quizzes that I paid fifteen dollars to take, oh or whatever it was that gave uh, it like assessed our personalities and and how we should be living and what kind of partners we should be oh. choosing. I'm really curious about our who this is. I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll tell you later. Um, but yeah, that's not good. No. I, not I'm good. very surprised that, that kind of thing exists. I saw a t-shirt recently that said uh, the, the, I have a picture of it. Hold on one second because I don't want to fuck it up. But it was something like the future is patriarchy. Oh, oh, I think you sent it to me. And yes, you were I like, I, yeah. I almost oh, worked, that's I almost scary, huh? I, I could not believe it wasn't a joke. I will say, you know, there is a certain amount of, you, you sent me that, and I believe it was after Saturday that you sent it to me. Um, and Saturday, of course, is when the uh, election results were announced. Yes, I sent it to you then, but it was posted before the election. It was while the election was going on. They were actually watching the election together, mm. and this person took a picture of their friend's shirt who was over to do that. But I saw it after, Correct. I think. Yes, yes. And it was one of those things where it's like, it's a little less scary now. Like oh, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. There's like, like, yeah, like you can wear your fucking stupid ass misogynist shirt. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It, I completely I, agree. I feel a little better. 
uh, just in general. And I think, I think it's been interesting to kind of watch the country kind of breathe a collective sigh of relief. Yeah. It's really funny how a lot of white people can't say Kamala, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those names that for the next four years, we're going to have to correct people. It's not like it's Kamala, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. not, it's not, I'm, I'm not being tricked. Like, no, that's, no, no. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's not hard. It's just Kamala. Okay. That's so. That's all it is, guys. Yeah. That's Practice bad. it. Work on it. Or just do it right the first time. How dumb are you? That's true. Oh. That's true. You never know. Say words right. I said Camus the first time I talked about Albert Camus out loud. Yeah. Yeah, there. I was definitely one of those kids that like I read a lot and I got a lot of my vocabulary from books and mm-hmm. I never said them out loud. And then the first time I did, I looked uh, very silly. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. I had a, <laughs> I had a friend who uh, knew that I was interested in philosophy and Frederick Nietzsche, you can say, there's, there are a couple I feel, Yeah, people say like Nietzsche, last. Nietzsche. Nietzsche or Ni- Nietzsche are yeah. like the two main ones. I had talked about him a million times with this friend. And then like a year after I stopped being insufferable and talking about Frederick Nietzsche all the time, my friend was like, hey man, have you ever heard of this philosopher, Frederick Nietzsche? <laughs> and I started laughing and I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you say that name. Excuse me? And he was like, okay, don't, don't shame me yeah, for like saying I've... a name wrong. And I was like, dude, I've talked about him a million times. <laughs> God damn it. You clearly weren't paying attention. <laughs> oh, boy. No. No. But that's how the world is. I'd like... So, we've been recording for an hour and 13 minutes. Okay. Fun. Which is pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty standard for yeah, a podcast. a podcast. Uh, and I'd like to end, I think, with a segment I'm going to do occasionally. Okay. And... Uh, and then we can wrap up if you if you have any uh, closing thoughts as well. Sure. But um, I might even do a theme song for this oh. this uh, segment, and it's it's gonna be. Does re- it have a name? Yeah, Michael's Twitter drafts. Oh, <laughs> okay. I constantly just put things in my Twitter drafts to tweet later, and a lot of them never see the light of day, and then get outdated. And I just want your thoughts on them. Okay, hit me. Uh, okay. This one, I don't remember what it was in reference to. But I wrote, this made me want to blow, my, blow a Welch's fruit snack grape through my brain. Blow a Welch's fruit snack grape through, through my, my brain. brain. So we're talking about taking a Welch's fruit snack grape. Yes. Putting that into a gun? Yes. Yeah, I was like, I know I'm gonna end my life with the Welch's fruit. Snack. Okay, <laughs> six out of ten. Thank you. I don't know what it was in reference to. If anyone can inform me, if that was a response to a viral video or something, I would love to know because I fucking don't know. Uh, really excited to tell my grandchildren what it was like to try to safely engage in hookup culture during a global pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just like that's not even that's just real mm-hmm. because. Good God. Some of these will just be kind of real or stories or something. Yeah. I, Excuse me, I almost died. It's, it's such a common convert. Like, okay, first of all, we, this is very timely. It is November 11th, which is Veterans Day. Yes. But it is also a Hallmark holiday Oh. called Singles Day. 
Really? Yeah. So wow. happy Singles Day. Good for us. Happy yeah. Singles Day to you. Um, and if you are a single person during the pandemic, the go-to conversation is talking about dating in the pandemic, right? And yeah. how it's yeah. so hard. True. And how nobody knows what to do. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's, I feel like that's how people relate to me now. Yeah. They're just like, oh, well... The kids are great, and you're dating, huh? Weird. <laughs> weird. Got to be weird to do that now, huh? Yeah. Are you going to parks? And it is. You're and going I'm, to parks. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, what do you do? What do you do? You, do you, you, you just you do this FaceTime. You do the FaceTime. You do the FaceTime yep. on dates, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> what are you talking to? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> it's like an amalgam of. Every person in my life. Every neighbor ever. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah, I guess sometimes people like to FaceTime. Other times they're not really comfortable with it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it, it, yeah. It, yeah. nobody knows. It's fucking weird. Nobody knows what to do. It's a weird time. Yeah. And I'm excited to tell, I don't think I'll have grandchildren, but. Uh, how is every single person with an OnlyFans in the top 5% of creators? I don't yeah. know if that's relatable at all, but every single time I see someone talk about their OnlyFans, they're in the top 5% of creators. Honestly, I've seen that too, and it has discouraged me from considering the idea of making an OnlyFans because I'm like... What if you're not? It seems so saturated. I feel like that's I would true. I would kind of put my dignity on the line. Not that it's there's nothing undignified about being a sex worker, but for me... But you're taking a swing. Yeah, you're taking yeah. a swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I would miss. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put myself through that. You don't want to do because it. Because it really does seem like everybody you see very successful. Yeah, and, and I, 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 guess, I guess it's... I'm only seeing them because they're so popular. Yeah, so obviously that, I mean, there yeah, there's an element to that, but yeah. Yeah, but but it just seems. I think I think OnlyFans is inflating their numbers. I think they're telling people that they're in the top five percent, so they they talk about it a lot more and they are encouraged. Like you said, you're not you're so worried that you're going to swing and miss. Mm-hmm. If you got that validation of like, dude, you're in the top five percent of creators, you got to keep doing it. You yeah. got to keep pushing. And you're like, I only need twelve bucks this month. That doesn't really make any sense. Right. But, and they're just like, I don't know, fucking the economy, man. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, I hope the pretty girl who asked me for a cigarette outside of a bar in D.C. and then immediately said, cigarettes make me up to shit is doing okay. Love her. <laughs> Do you want to hear a story? Yes. Uh, so when I first moved to Cincinnati, I didn't have any friends. And I hadn't gone out to bars in so long. And so yeah. I, I eventually made a friend, my friend Kayla, who's very lovely. Uh, and we went out to a bar. This is obviously pre-pandemic. Um, yeah. And we were so excited because I'm like, probably like 25, you know, ready to, ready to go back out into the world. Fuck with my, yeah, dude. With my, I got my gal pal. Mm-hmm. We're ready to, we're ready to go. Tear the town up. Tear the town up. Uh, <laughs> first thing we do is go to like this like venue where there's like usually like live music and shit. And yeah. I'm like, this is it. I, this is my people. Like I get it. I get this kind of space. I'm a young person. I'm a young, world. I'm a young hip person. I get the, I get the scene. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> And you no know, one calls it the scene, by the way. Well, you know, uh, nobody, you know. Oh, that's true. I'm not in it. So. And so, you know, we're just kind of existing there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk to some people. So, like, let's go outside. I'm gonna bum a cigarette. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna like just like we're gonna start a conversation. That's how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna bum a cigarette. And we're gonna talk. We found a cute guy. He's so cute, looking mm. great, jean jacket. Ooh. Um, love it. How dark? It was an acid wash, which is oh, a risk, but it paid off. Okay, yeah. okay. Um and. Go up to him and he's smoking and I'm like, can I bum a cigarette? <laughs> as as one does. And he's he said, like, no. Well, no, he was like, yeah, uh, I gotta roll it. That's hilarious. And I didn't know how to how to backpedal. 
And so this man had to like empty. It was like he was taking so many things out of his pockets. He was on this table on the patio and he's like fully spends like 15 minutes rolling me a cigarette. And the whole time I'm having to like, so like, how long have you been here? (laughs) And he's just like really painstaking. You can tell he does not want to be doing it, but he didn't know how to tell me no either. Oh my god, that and is so fucking the funny. The interaction went on for too long. And you were both just too nice. Neither of us wanted to be doing what we were doing. Holy shit, that's hilarious. Yeah, and it was my fault. Yeah, but it was also his fault. <laughs> it was also his fault for not saying no. no. It would take me 15 minutes. Yeah. And it was your fault for not saying, why do you, I don't, <laughs> I, no. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't want this. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing that. Sorry. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I hope he hopes that you're doing okay. Just like I hope this lady's doing okay. Really wish the song I'm on fire didn't start with the line, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? I don't know that song. You don't know that song? No. It's a great song. What is it? I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen. Oh. But unfortunately, it starts with the line, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? Oh, no, mm-hmm. I've got a bad desire. Oh, that song. Oh. Okay. I'm on fire. I think that I just kind of blacked out everything except for that. Yeah. That one line. Which is fine. I mean, it's a great song. And I was like going to go, I was going to learn it on guitar, just, you know, the chords or whatever. So I could sing in a campfire. Why don't you change it to like, hey, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Is your mom home? Because I miss hey, her. Hey, grown consenting woman. <laughs> <laughs> is, what's, what's going on? Is your kitty home? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, grown consenting woman, are your neighbors home? home? At their homes. Speaking of Sp- which. The, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut us off so hard. Stop. The other week, I think I told you about this, but my, my neighbor left me a note on my front door saying that she was having a date over and she would like to apologize for the noise. Oh, that no, evening. you didn't tell me that. Okay, That's okay. hilarious. Hilarious. We, like, kind of a flex. I was wondering. I was, as soon as I got it, I was like, first of all, incredibly weird to do. Uh-huh. Second of all, are you being overly courteous? Are you bragging? Right. I cannot imagine authoring a note to my neighbors being like, hey, uh... I'm going to have a lot of loud sex tonight. Yeah, because that's... Be, like, listen up. That's what an insane person does. Did your headphones come unplugged? It's okay. Good? No, but no? it's all right. Why? That's very strange. It's okay. Okay, well... But anyway, your neighbor sucks. Okay, so yeah, sorry. We had a headphone malfunction, and it's still doing it, but... It was a very strange thing to do. And then so I, what did the what did the note say? Like, give me like if you can remember verbatim. Absolutely, that'd be of great. Of course, I can. Yeah. She said, <laughs> she said, "Hey neighbor." Hey neighbor. So she's never met you. No. Doesn't know your name. No, no, no. Okay. Definitely not. I don't. No, I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> she said, "Hey neighbor, um, I'll be having a date over tonight, mm-hmm. and I'd just like to pre-apologize for the noise, for any noise, for any noise, any noise is how it ended." Which, that's crazy. That's what a uh-huh. crazy person does. Yeah. And then also, 
there wasn't any noise. Also, she, that is predicated on the belief that she thought that things were going to get so loud, so loud that it would prompt you to confront her, which is not something that I cannot imagine. Like, maybe I've just never had super loud neighbors. I don't know. But after one night of some really loud fucking from across the yeah. wall, I would never be like, hey, in future... Leave right. me a note. Right. So follow I'm up. I'm going to want to know about that beforehand. Follow up. That was a couple weeks ago. Okay. Today, mm-hmm. right now, I can say I know why she left the note. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. This relationship has apparently developed. Oh. And holy shit. It's so loud. Oh. She's so loud. And all hours of the day. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I sleep on my couch a lot. Yeah. And my living room wall is her bedroom wall. I'm trying to think of your apartment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and my couch is right up against that wall that mm-hmm. we are sharing. And so, that's prime spot to hear whatever your neighbor's doing if they're yeah. being loud. Uh, and it woke me up one night. In the middle of the night. And you're, once you're, a, well, you're not, you're a light sleeper. No, I, I wake up a lot. Yeah. But um, and then the, the next day or the day after that, I woke up early. I was being a responsible adult. I like made some coffee, got all my work stuff together, sent off a few emails before 9am and mm. was like sitting down, ready to go. It was like eight 30 and then it, it started again. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, good for her. No, absolutely good for her. But, and, and that was a thing that I thought I was like, dude, I can't. I'm never going to complain about that. Right. Because yeah. that means you're an old person. Yeah. Yeah. Officially. You can't, you and can't, you're bitter. You can't complain. Exactly. Yeah. Which I am. But yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. Right. I'm not going to let anyone know I'm bitter. Right. Except everyone listening to this. Yeah. You can't complain about people fucking or kids playing outside. Yeah. You're just an old person if you do that. Yeah. Oh, man. I would love to complain about kids playing outside, but you just can't. Can you just you? can't. No. Because then, then you're the worst. And then... The more you complain about children, the more likely it is that if should you decide to have children, that they will be a nightmare. Oh, which true. is why I am so accepting of all children always. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good rule of thumb. Because I just want to earn enough child karma <laughs> <laughs> that like if I ever have them. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I like that. And I think you have. Oh, thank I've never, you. I've never seen you complain about children. You seem... Very loving towards children. Just the right amount. Just the right amount of loving towards children. Nothing weird. Just good. Just good. You just said that you've never seen me around children. Do you realize that during our relationship, I worked as a nanny for like six months and you did come over and hang out while I was doing that? Did you just block that out? I think I only came over a couple times. We went with you you to interview for it. Yeah, because it was at somebody else's house and it was weird. And then... Went with you maybe once after that? Did I go more than that? I think you came over a couple times. Maybe I did. Yeah. I don't remember you interacting with the child. There was a human infant that I was tasked with taking care of for like five hours at a time for several months. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember that. Maybe, That's yeah, weird. maybe I was so terrible at it that you were just so like, I was like, wow, yeah. I need to, yeah. <laughs> I need to repress this because yeah. that's not good. And she's not coming back from this one. <laughs> I'm just like throwing the baby. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, maybe that's why I don't remember because you stuffed it in the cabinet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I committed murder. Yes. And I said, forget this. And I did. Because that's what kind of friend I am. Aww. If you killed somebody, I'd never turn you in. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I think I'd say the same There's no for way. you. There's no way. Yeah. I would help you. Thank you. I'd help it. Yeah. So you, you've officially assigned yourself. You might get that call someday. That's fine. All right. That's fine. That's good. I'd be like, the first, my first question, if you called me. Said, Michael, I, I killed somebody. I did something. I'd say, are you okay? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sweetest thing anybody's ever said to me. I would rat you out so quick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd probably, I'd probably help you because I assume you need me to hide the body or something. I'd probably help you do that. I'd commit to doing that. And then in the middle of it, be like, I shouldn't be here. And then I'd leave. You know, we talked about murder at the end of the last podcast, too. Did we really? Mm-hmm. I was talking about freezing somebody to put them in a wood chipper. Oh, and I said uh, ice, pick ice pick in the, in the, in the hot, hot tub. tub. Mm-hmm. That's how we end every podcast here at my ex and I. Mm-hmm. Just a quick quick chat about murder. Just a quick chat about murder and how you know who, who you can rely on. Make sure you have the friend ready to go. Mm-hmm. Make sure to gut them, guys. That's something. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my Bob Barker. Make sure to gut them. Yeah. Spay, spay and neuter your pets. Is spay the word? Yeah. For, for lady pets. For lady pets. You spay them. Mm-hmm. And gut them. Spay them and Not gut them. Not the pets. Not the, the pets. The body of the person. Person you, you killed. I learned the word corporal recently. Corporeal. Corporeal. I like it a lot. Well, well thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> um, that's, yep. That was a quick burn out there. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> I'll take the rap for that one. Uh, but we appreciate you guys listening. Natalie reminded me that I should be telling you guys to like uh, rate this and and like it and subscribe and follow or, uh, mm. depending on the platform. Yeah, just if you could just uh, just be ni- nice to us. Be nice to us. Thank you. That would, <laughs> that would be lovely. It is it is very hard for me to get Natalie to do this because she does not want to be in the limelight at <laughs> I all. I don't want anybody to be mean to me ever. So please leave good nice comments. For her, you can talk shit about me if you want. If they, if you do have bad things to say, please put them in a compliment sandwich so oh, okay. that I can properly digest yeah. the criticism. Yep. <laughs> yep. That would be very much appreciated. Yeah, thank you. And we appreciate you listening. I think it's going to be Saturdays, maybe. Okay. Because we yeah. did the last, I posted the last one on a Saturday. Saturdays. And it just feels like a nice, like, yeah, yeah little middle of your well, weekend, kind of like getting it, getting it done, you know? Yeah. All right. So here we go. Boom City. Saturdays and, uh, Thank you, New York. New York. (laughs) Goodbye, New York. Good night.